The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. There is a show uh, for you kids here in town over on uh, Madison, Drew's Bar. It's a a very storied uh, joint. A lot of fun. We got a we got a we got a comedian here right in the around house. the corner from me too. Yes, it's not far oh, at yeah. all. Yeah, I live okay. right around the corner. Brother. Then you have no excuse. I That's know. right. Kristen Becker is here. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm Hi. well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm oh my excited. God. Thank you for coming down. Yeah, no, I love I love Memphis. Yeah, you've been here much? I've been here, uh, I would say it's been on my repertoire of towns I hit when I've been touring a lot. And you just add us to it, yeah? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I grew up in Shreveport, right? So oh, I, kinda, oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, born yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. You were born in Shreveport? That's yeah. practically Texan. Well, yeah, well, when three Shreveport months after is... I was born, my family was like, let's get the fuck out of here. And I wound up in <laughs> Texas, so. Honestly, like, fun story. Uh, my family was like, let's get to Shreveport. I was, I was born in Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah. And then uh, my dad worked for GM, right? Like, uh, and then they were doing all the Rust Belt shutdowns and they yeah. were opening up plants in Louisiana. And yeah, so we went yeah. to Shreveport. Bit of a culture shock. Just a little. Oh, yeah. I was nine when we moved and I distinctly remember one of my, like the first visceral memory I have. There was a Klan rally at a Rite Aid parking lot. And I remember my parents uh, just being like, and like not a not a fancy rally. You know, it was low key. They had a couple <laughs> hoods. You know what I mean? They like saved the formal hoods for Sunday. Yeah, no, yeah. it was definitely just like someone threw together some hate to put it to the, yeah, right, the drugstore, right? right? right. Yeah. It um, doesn't take much to throw that kind of hate no, around. Yeah, yeah. Just, and I remember looking at it, I remember, I get like so vividly remember like kind of both my parents like looking at each other. And then looking at me and just like ignoring, ignoring it, right? It. Like just because I don't think they were prepared that yeah. that was a thing that still happened. Right, 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 right. Um, at know, the time, but yeah. I'm from South Texas. Okay. First time I went to Shreveport, it was culture shock. Yeah, yeah. Just passing through is yeah. culture shock yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, it is, man. And I tell people, oh, I grew up in Louisiana. And they're like, oh, New Orleans. I'm like, no. No, no it's different. I had a friend who used to tell me that if you take Louisiana and Mississippi and you, you made basically. You, you cut you, you cut a line, you know, east-west, and the north of that would be, you know, Mississippi, and the southern end of that would be Louisiana. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because yeah. the, the culture's kind of the same in southern Mississippi as it is in southern Louisiana. Right, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have quite the hate as the north does, but... There's yeah, something about no. being close to the water. It'll chill you out. Yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah. it does, it doesn't does. it? It kind of does It's a shame that. we got that whole middle landlock part. No disrespect yeah, to present right, company. Right. <laughs> 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 there, there is that. Uh, so you're uh, you're out pushing a, a show called Dichotomy. Is that right? Yes, it's a gay agenda. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, no, the show is called Dichotomy. Do you like you know like like? Um, it's clever. No, thank you. I like it. very thank clever. You. Yes, thank you so much. It is. I find that having been born in you know upstate New York and growing up in the Deep South and now living in the gayest place in America really P-Town is per capita I live in a very liberal wait where are you now? I live in Provincetown Massachusetts now oh okay so the very tip of Cape Cod basically as far away uh, as homosexuals can go without <laughs> drowning <laughs> Without yeah, going to Europe. <laughs> yeah, no, we just keep going until we run out of land. And, yeah, and we're just going to stay here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't think there would be much hatred or persecution in Massachusetts, but it's... Uh, no one you thinks know, so either. Uh, I mean, it's a what? blue state, isn't it? It is a blue state, and I, you know... Uh, it's woke, goddammit. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. That's the dirtiest word out there. I, I still don't understand it, but it, okay. It, it's, well, I mean, you can't understand most of what 
what? push button politicians yeah, are yeah, doing. Yeah, right. right? No, like it's all not at all. Circus. It's hard to hear over all the dog whistles. Push button politicians. Yes, they're just yes. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So no, I mean Massachusetts is a very liberal, and we had you know Romney Care was before Obamacare, yeah. right? And right, right, right. Or what used to be a Republican. And, uh, yeah, right. and we yeah. used to be Republican. And so there's some of that, but there's also some rural parts, right? And so in, in, in like Western Mass and stuff like that. But overall, yeah, more acceptance of basically everything. Um, I, I love Massachusetts. You got you got legal guns, you got legal weed, and everyone's got health care. And that to me is free. What else that's do you all need? you need. You know, like I, that to me is like sensible. And you guns, still got a guns. First Amendment up there. And apparently, yeah, they, they let us say Unlike what's happening here in this state. It's pretty crazy. With the... Uh, with this new thing that the, the governor had pushed through, uh, the, the anti-drag thing, it's got a lot of people rightfully worked up. Um, I'm one of them because that's part of show business, you know? Yeah. It, it, well, and the other, I think the thing that I think is hilarious is, and that's part of why I did this, like, if you look at me right now, I am in drag. I've been. I bought my first pair of men's boxer briefs I when I was think about 17 that. years old. Yeah. I live my life in men's clothes. Sure. And so it, there's this really interesting thing to me that it's not even so much about the drag. It's about um, feminizing a masculine yes. because there's not as much concern about me taking on a masculine presence. Right, masculine right. Energy, right? right. I'm absorbing the patriarchy and we applaud that. Yes. Right. But when you try to like throw a little curveball at it and put a man in a dress, then suddenly they're emasculating and, and, and it's fem- it, it is a little... Patriarchy, misogyny. Of course it is, and it's and it's all under the guise of the kids, and it's the you know we got to protect the kids. Protect them from what? From what? That's what I'm trying to figure out. From being fabulous? It's it. Yes, yes. Protect them from being authentic. Protect them from being themselves. Protect Mm -hmm. them from all the things that from the artwork that it is that drag is correct. And and when you are able to live your life freely and authentically, you are empowered. And when you are empowered, you're harder to oppress. That's correct. And so, but they don't want that. What, no, they no. can't oppress us. You, you have if, to be oppressed. If you right. if you go back, I mean, if you go back to, uh, let's go to Reagan, right? Reagan is when they really started um, getting churches involved in politics. Right mm-hmm. before that, churches mm-hmm. didn't get involved in politics. Yeah. There was a concerted effort to make people show up from the pulpit to the polls. That's there where MAGA was, started, really. Because right. he yeah, ran yeah. under that campaign of Make America Great Again. Exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that was the beginning of it, right? And so you had this moment where the the religious facet was, was now coming to vote, right? Mm-hmm. And then the everyday people who weren't going to church or who were just living their lives, yeah. uh, minorities, people of color, we were just talking about this, um, are now, when you throw capitalism and oppression in, they're making less money, they have less time off, yes. they're getting ground down to the point where they're not showing up at the polls because they can't afford to. That's right. right? And so you have this overall, in all of the red states that I visit, Mm -hmm. you have this overall just relentless oppression and it, it, it prevents people from speaking up from themselves. And that's why I, I go on the road. That's why I go back to my old high school and try to like, hey, why? You know, I went to Loyola College Preparatory in Shreveport, right? Jesuit mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Went, talked to the principal. Hey, how many gay kids do you have here? And he said none. That he was aware of. That, that I know of. That's what he said. <laughs> that I know that of. I know yeah. of. And so that I know there's a culture in this school It never now. came up when I was bending one over the couch, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That, like, right. Yeah, right. yeah. But knowing that, like, okay, so you have 500 kids here, statistically at least 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah, Identifying, yeah. and none of those 50 kids feel safe to tell you that. And that is the culture you're creating right. in your environment. Right. right. And right? that's where people don't understand, well, how has it not been safe? Well, because... 
they, it's it's just like white privilege. It's this, in, and I'm not equating the two, but I'm saying people don't understand. Well, why is it not safe for them to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't live in that world. You don't know what it's like. And if you just observe how they're treated, you can understand how dangerous and scary it is. Well, look at Florida. I mean, yes. Primary, and I just, or let's not. What did we saw? <laughs> we saw this week that uh, Disney. Oh. Had put together a, for lack of a better term, uh, a uh, a gay convention in the park at Disney World to thumb their nose at at DeSantis at DeSantis and and made this. no bones about it. Now they've traditionally over the years they've had there's their, been gay Disney Day, day. Yeah. right? Yeah. There's a but gay day at Disney, really and they're promoting having, it, right? Really? They're really and they're just like you know you can't you you took away our land. You wanted you wanted to assume all this, so you can't really tell us what to do here. This is a private business. So right. Step off. Well, yeah. and then yeah, the the, the whole bit that uh, Florida politicians are saying they want to get into Disney mm-hmm. and oh, they tell them what they, they can and can't control. do. Yeah, they want no, to censor it. You and- can, you can't. And they think that that happens there in Florida. Right, right. All under the guise of conservatism. I think that is the part where I'm like, listen, I I grew up, like I said, in a conservative place. And while I knew that maybe my neighbors weren't keen on the idea that they had heard I might be a lesbian or whatever, there was never, number one, there wasn't too many um, elected officials Mm -hmm. actively saying out loud that young children were trash, which is a fucking crime yes like that alone should be illegal yes um and then you know kids nowadays now go home and then their neighbor has the sign of that trash politician right right so there's just this relentless onslaught of like they're inundated they're inundated with it all the time and then they go to church and then they're they're doing the same thing you know hi katrina i snuck in i'm sorry i was late how are you katrina coleman is here yeah you've been biting your lip over here haven't you well you want to jump in on this yeah a lot of it Here's the deal. My youngest son yeah. uh, told me when he was eight years old that I gave him the wrong name at birth. Really? Yeah. Uh, he wasn't. Uh, he's a trans boy. Yeah. And was able. COVID. One of the like silver linings was that he wasn't performing gender anymore, and I think it helped him realize. And like I live in a microcosm of Tennessee where he was completely accepted by all his friends. Right. And well, that's parents. Memphis for the most part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. why Memphis isn't. It, when they go, oh, you're Memphis from Tennessee, and we go, no, we're from Memphis. It's the district of Memphis. Absolutely. And even, like, teachers, like, called me. Right. Uh, two different teachers called me and say, hey, just so you know, I'm on his side, all right? I'm yeah. going to make sure. Oh, that's sure. good. That's really, really good. I'm going to make sure. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, a male teacher was like, hey, I'm going to make sure he gets to use the single occupancy so he doesn't have to stress out about that. Right. Everything like that. But, like, a lot of kids, actually, like, I have friends that will contact me because my mm-hmm. son said it's fine i could tell people uh and they'll ask me like well, what do you do well just take care of them that's all and i think he still eats vegetables he still like eats everybody else and yeah. sleeps and has to do homework yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's a kid a child he, yeah he's watching tv and playing he, video games doing whatever he does no bearing on anything nice. else 
Uh, except for the fact that he got in trouble once because he tried to encourage his friends to like pee on trees and tires and like a cat that was asleep. When they oh, come around. on, that's fun, mm-hmm. and I get that. And that's and I was like, boys will be boys. Yes. Are you kidding me? No, all the other boys were mortified. They came in, they were like, "We need to use the restroom." Yeah, Liz was trying to make us pee on a tree, and I was like, "Son, you can't make." I'll get you. Hey, tree, Ozzy Osbourne did it on the Alamo. I do, it, do it, my, it on a tree. Come I do on. it on my backyard almost every night. <laughs> But and I, you haven't lived until you pissed on a cat. I mean, that's, you know. I think, you know, can I, so, and I think this is the part that doesn't get discussed, right? So, like, when you say that your son is trans and is identifying as a boy, is he taking hormones? He's not. Exactly. And I think this is the part where the, the right wing likes to grab yeah. on and say, oh, you are dosing your child. Like, So, basically, what you're saying is your son uh, gets to change his name, gets to dress himself however he wants to, and gets to behave in a manner that makes him feel good. Yeah. Yes. That is the extent of it. All of those things were there. Isn't that called? Exactly. Because he that- wanted boys' underwear when he was very young. Yeah. And at first, there was a little bit of friction with his dad. But then he saw, oh, well, it just makes the kid happy. And it doesn't matter to yeah. It doesn't affect anyone else's life. See, that's considered grooming. The, oh, yeah. The, I mean, it is, technically. When yeah, you technically, dress, it when is. You wash and dress your child. I was going to say, yeah, yeah I do. It's, exact, it's hygiene do, and like, grooming. And by God, in Florida, they would throw you in jail and bury you under the bars. The part the part that I can't quite wrap my head around is that we went through the marriage thing in the queer right. and they're like one man, one woman, one man, one woman. And I and I will come out right now and tell you that I am a spectrumist. I believe that mm-hmm. everything exists on a spectrum, gender, sexuality, hair color, eye color, mm-hmm. weight, mm-hmm. all of it, that we're all unique fucking little and individuals we are. Yes. and we fall in on this thing. And, and that's even, what makes the world beautiful. And when you start <laughs> looking at even like immunology and like the, even those cancer researchers are going to like, oh wait, actually each individual person is its own Petri dish. That's right. And that Petri dish, you know, it was cute when we were cavemen and we need to make assumptions about, you know, when our brain were still evolving and we're right, like, oh, you right. look like this, you must be this. I <laughs> right. Right? But yeah. There's been centuries now and we've evolved a little bit, etc. Stereotypes were a thing back then right. too. For you survival. Yes. For survival. Yes. And it is still something that is hardwired in us and I think yeah. we have to acknowledge that, yeah, that yeah. like those things exist for a reason. Yeah, hominids were but looking down at the Neanderthals. I just think it's so funny that they were like... <laughs> they were trying to sleep them out of existence too. You know, they did. They did. But this idea they're like, oh, one man, one woman and then the queer community is like all right fuck it let's do that and they start surgically altering themselves to fit into the one man one woman right, and right. now you're pissed about that, that. like what, what how does anybody win like we tried to tell you it was fine to have a, a dick and pink nails and glitter beard and you were like no 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 no, no. Right? Yeah, yeah. Good and you point. were like, no, 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 no. One man, one woman. And so now we're like, all right, well, well, one man, one woman with you. And you're like, no, 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 not like that. Like, fuck you. But then the, the whole one, one man, one woman thing doesn't work because we they got well, and and they got side pieces that they're not talking about. Yeah, over so crystal, that yeah. that goes out Always. of the bullshit. No, Always. not the side chick. <laughs> That's a side chick. No, I thought I was going to get laid over there. Yeah. But I mean, how many of those guys have girlfriends? How many of those politicians cheat on their wife with the pool boy? Oh, 100%. And then speak out against LGBT community issues. Because there's power. George Santos. George Santos. Santos is a perfect example. I hate that guy. Everybody oh, does. everybody does. I don't even know him, but like we all know that gay, and he he doesn't get invited to it. <laughs> no, we all like, know that we gay. We all know that gay, and, and he's he not get, invited. He's not, yeah. No, no. Because of that, we created a monster yeah. who uh-huh. ran to the other side yeah. and was like, oh, I see what's wrong with them, when the problem was him. Yeah, yeah. 
just because you dress stupid. I call those the youth pastors. Oh, oh! It's because he's so self-closeted, so yeah. hate, like so self-oppressive, like and pastor. so yeah. so much hate for himself, and has been told. I mean, listen, when I my first girlfriend was in high school, and I was convinced it was just her. I was like, no, 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 no I am not gay, and that is what. That is what happens when you exist in a culture that you don't belong to. Right. Right. I was like, oh my God, I'm not like those people. I am not a homosexual. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. I can't be I like that. I just have a crush on my girlfriend or on my on my, my high school best friend. And right. after this vagina, it's all dicks and nothing else. Right. Like, right, right. And I tried. I got, a, I got on the dick right after that. And I like tried. I did. I did. I was like, and that was horrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's I like was, I, I really I hate tomatoes, but I'm gonna eat this guy. Damn it! I'm gonna eat this damn thing. Yeah, because they told me it was good for me. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, and it was terrible, so I stopped. Yes, right? yes. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, uh, <laughs> and it was. It, it, it's 2023, and why are we doing this? It wasn't I, like there's this. There's so much bigger stuff to Religion. worry about. Yes. Oh my Religion. god. Religion. Yeah. Have you tried to Religion. buy a dozen eggs? Yeah. Or a pound of well, butter? I mean, have you tried to live? And the thing that really bothers me about politics today, uh, one of the things, <laughs> is I used to be a conservative when conservative meant fiscally conservative. You were concerned about the fiscal outcome of this country. Liberal meant you were fiscally liberal. And now, because... The the religious right has gotten involved. It, conservative doesn't have anything to do with politics anymore. No, and it's evangelical. It's it is. Mm -hmm. They fucked the whole thing up. They don't understand who, you know, they they like to beat people over the head with a Bible that they've never read. Right, right. And this is the same thing with the Constitution. They've never read they've that. They've never either. read that either. It's kind of hard yeah. to read with Trump shit stains all over it. Yeah, right, that. exactly. It's yeah. all bad faith actors, though. Of the ones in yeah. charge. Right, They get right. everybody worked up and they say this is a sin and these are all the awful things that happen and they're cutting off baby boys' boobies or whatever. And they're not. It's just not real. Well, mm -hmm. the it's Republicans run almost entirely on fear and it's been a thing since yeah. Ben Franklin was, you know, I, 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 you know, it's been forever that way. Uh, Bush Jr. was that way with uh, the whole, yeah, yeah, you know, after 9/11, and it was the whole Bin Laden. He knew Bush exactly Jr. where was he was. That way with Willie Horton. Yes, remember the Willie yes. Horton Dukakis ad? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? that they was, knew. That was his I dad. forgot about that. Yeah, You're right. Because Dukakis let him out. That's on, right. Yeah, they yeah. knew exactly where all those guys were. Who the bad guy was. And they were going to kill the Golden Goose because it was. I'm here to protect you from that. Right. And that's still and that's how you get people to follow you. Yeah. Don't you worry. I'll protect you from the terrible sequins. Yeah. It also or helps if you uh, uh, don't invest in education or critical thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a big that's a big which is what we're seeing right now. Cutting school free school lunches has been it's an effective way to keep poor kids sick yeah. and not be able to develop mentally. uh like their development will be stunted if they are not fed properly, which gives you a whole new generation of people who can't, who are disenfranchised. Who will right, work, right, uh, right. who will work minimum wage jobs. So who's grooming whom? Well, no, is exactly. it, I mean, when you, you know, the queers, we're always like, the well, you and your protest. agenda, by God. I got know. it. I got it. Yeah. It's <laughs> in here, yeah. So but, I the, you know, thou doth protest too much. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. Uh, I think they're doing it. Like they say that queers being visible is going to recruit <coughs> queers, but like, where do you think they came from? Like they they weren't on. We TV don't make before. our own. They're My right. girlfriend, I've been trying to make a baby. So where do I sign up for this party? And yeah. it turns out straight people have to do that for us. Well, and yeah, 
and that's just a thing. That's y'all just a thing. If y'all would stop making so blame so many it on careers, the straights. Yes, that's true. It is true. I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> Listen, I am a, I am a, I'm a big like uh, gender is a construct. Yeah. I am that. Biology Amen. is real. Yeah. Uh, physicalities are real. But we should acknowledge how often in our society we alter parts that come out that don't fit the mold. Right. When people are babies, things get cut off. Identities get formed by a strange doctor in a hospital. And instead of, if I was a Christian, I would be like, man, poor God, he's got to make the same cookie cutter bullshit. And then something <laughs> came out with an extra part. I'd be like, look at Jesus showing his shit. <laughs> look at this creative motherfucker. Right? Could you imagine? Like, God is just like, let me just throw a dick and a little titty on this and see what happens. And then, instead of, right? Like, instead of his followers being like, whoa, God, next level. This is 21st century God work. That's thinking outside the box yeah, there, man. Yeah, now they're Literally. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. You made that joke. <laughs> hey guys, I need to t- I need to take this quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> Kristen Becker is here. We're going to talk about the show coming up uh, tomorrow, and uh, Katrina Coleman is in the room too. Stick around. We'll be right back after this here at Radio Buffs. Oh yeah, we're back uh, here on uh, this uh, Friday, the twenty uh, fourth of March. Um, tomorrow, uh, you are going to be at Drew's. Yes. Yes. The show is called Dichotomy. Uh, kind of my perspective of half of the North, half in the South. Kind of a whatever, you know, that does to my brain. Uh, And Katrina's going to come tell some jokes as well. Katrina, you're on the bill, too? I am. Right on. My manager booked me, Hillary. What what time's the show? The show's at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock at Drew's. 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, What's it cost to get in? Uh, 10 bucks, I think. Right on. That's a deal. Yeah, Yeah. we like to keep it cheap. And it's like one of the coldest... Place, uh, coldest beer in town is at Drew's too. I gotta tell you, I that's have, a cool joint. I I have been going to Drew's I, since man, my first tour ever was Dykes of Hazard, and I've been going there since then. And yeah. I'm going to be drunk. You were there before the new stage. I was there the way, 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 way when there was just a little tiny stage back yes. when Jay Wags was right. next door. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. Yep. All I know about Drew's is I always get really drunk. That, like it's always <laughs> that's it's what it's those, there for. There's a few places where whenever I'm on tour, the wheels just fall off, and uh, Pensacola was one of them, and then Drew's in Memphis was one of them, where it's just like it, 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 it was the smoking inside though. Can you still do that? Nope. Oh, that's no, honestly no, like no. it's for the best. I hate it, but yeah, it's for the best. Yeah. It really, especially when we, you know, again like Mishka. Uh, do you know Mish? You know Mishka. Um, comedian, writer, musician, uh, Shubali was, had said something to me the other day, and I hate to give credit to a straight white guy, no offense, but. Um, <laughs> none taken. Yeah, none taken, really. He said, you know, if if queers and minorities can can do, uh, practice radical self-care, which sounds like a Gwyneth Paltrow goop. <laughs> radical self-care. But yeah. just this idea that the, the reason we're so easy to oppress is because we're so busy self-medicating our sorrows. Right. And we're so busy, like, trying really hard to, to like, get through it all. Right. right. And so, like, I have taken a turn towards trying to be less shit-hammered um, and, you know, not smoking the cigarettes and all of those things. And that is kind of what has been fueling my work with Summer of Sass. And, like, do, is, is it... Yeah. Is, is it all that pushing you into more of an anger edge with your with your with your with your act? No, I've always been an angry lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is no, pretty organic. No, it is. You register to be a lesbian. They give you yes. You get a trip. You get a They just. Oh yeah. Well, oh, I mean, had... it's it's a test, right? It's basically just a nutsack, and you kick it as hard as you can. You know, like those punch machines. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the harder you kick the nutsack. 
that you get your oh, angry lesbian so card. Right? Are you are you a mildly irate lesbian? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be like a yellow card I for this one. Yeah. Nut sex yeah. in my day. What does yeah. that make me? I've done some pretty good nut set. Every kicking. every guy meets trying to get their honorary lesbian nope. card. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, he's just working it over there. Just a working it. <laughs> and over the years in this studio, we've had plenty of angry lesbians with guitars. I, and oh, I that's a, that's I a whole that. different deal there because it comes out that. in their music and they're just pissed off. Mm. Man. Yeah, yeah. And it's got to go somewhere. Well, sure. <laughs> so, so the... The sarcasm in the in the uh, the the uh, I don't know how else you would want to put it. The the anger then is just always there then with you. The low grade, yeah. But low I try grade. to be real charming. Like <laughs> like Lewis Black angry. Um. Yeah. I mean, with his sausage fingers, you know. Uh, yeah, a little, a little bit like that. It, it depends on what it is, but I can definitely get a little ranty, but always in fun. Well, Cause, sure. Because I do love everybody. Well, and rants are fun. Rants I mean, let's, are fun. Rants are a blast. It's a good time. We get to let it loose. Let I do it, it in here every time. I get on yeah. a rant every once in a while, and yeah, it's yeah. and it's fun to just it's cathartic. Yeah, for sure. So and so with the the stuff that you can observe in the world right now, you got plenty of material. I'm thinking, my friend. There, there is plenty out there to look at and figure out and try to. I don't know. I, I I I feel terrible that a lot of, and that's part of why I do the work that I do. And you know, Summer of Sass, and we take queer kids up to Massachusetts, and I go through touring with. I was on tour with Tammy Faye Baker's son, Jay Baker. Yeah. He's a Christian <coughs> pastor. Because I recognize. Wait, hold on. Say that again. Tammy, Jane, Jim, and Tammy Faye Baker's son, Jay Baker, yes? is a progressive Christian pastor. That and, was when I met you. Is when yeah, you came through yeah. for that tour. And yeah. it, I, I put together a tour. I had gone. All right, I had gone to Louisiana to testify before the Louisiana State Senate in like 2014. Right, I had written a blog about why I thought Louisiana should be at the forefront of diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Right. Like it's a state that has two state languages, and it's a state that like celebrates individuality with. How quickly did they run you out of the room? And. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this was when I knew we were fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This, that's, that's the title of your book. A, a it? Senator, this is how I knew I was fucked. A senator uh, <laughs> is questioning uh, Sarah Jane Brady from Equality Louisiana and says, now what is this uh, gender presentation? Like, what does that mean? And uh, she was like, well, when someone's wearing something that, and it's drag is what it is. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah, is right. 2013, okay? Right, no. And, yeah. uh, and I raised my hand. I had already I had already spoken, and I was nervous. I'd never done this before. Sure. I was quite a bit well, of an alcoholic, so I was going <laughs> over. And, uh, but I put on my tie, and I, I go to walk back down. I'm like, oh, it's me in this tie. And he's like, so what you're saying is, you think that you go to a bank, and uh, you won't get a loan. And uh, you're not going to get a loan, maybe because the bank officer doesn't like that you're wearing that tie. And I said, exactly. Yes. And he said, well, then you sue him. And I said, the point is we can't. No, That's why right. we're here. And I shit he you I not. I a lawyer and they don't want to. because I, Yeah, no, I shit you not. He went, huh. And then he crossed his legs and he leaned back and he said, oh, never mind. That was it. That was the end. <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. If, the, if the bank officer ain't going to cut you a check, <laughs> a judge surely isn't going to cut you right, any leeway. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's there's just such a lack of... People are too afraid to have the hard discussions about what it means and what it is, and everyone's quick to... To say it's this or it's that, and fuses have gotten really short over the dumbest shit. It and that's what I don't understand. How does someone else's life have any iota of it's on the an back, effect? It's, it's on the back of the lesbian card when you become a member. It's because people don't 
fully understand and they don't want to understand and they've been told that it's poison and it's awful and it's terrible. I, no, I get that. if you that. just took a second to understand, like, no one could talk to my kid. Like, generally he passes because he's a child and nobody mm, is like mm. eyeballing his, you know, Adam's apple or whatever. Right, right. Um, if they took a moment to talk to him, they'd be like, this is just a sweet kid. Very charming, sure, very funny. Sure, And he's a kid. That's it, and that's all you right. need to know about him. But in their heads, there's this monstrous little like I'm a monster because yeah, I've taken right, my right. child and gone, ha, 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 put on these underoos, wear right, these cargo right. shorts. You're yeah. a boy now. Mama didn't want her. <coughs> yeah. Like, and that's not at all it. But that's no. the story they're being told. And if they sure, don't have sure. any like context, they don't have anyone around that's come out to them. Mm-hmm. Then they don't know. But my point is, it has no bearing on their lives. No, but if if they, literally no, no but, bearing but, at well, all. No, but you, what you're implying is that they want to look at their own lives. <laughs> oh and, well, okay, there is that aspect right? of it and too. Then, and then right, we have right. this thing where like throwing stones yeah. at glass houses, yeah, exactly, yes. urine right. or whatever that thing is. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> that is. And then you, that's when that's when you start hearing from the boomers that that treat all of these things as like. And act in a circus or a zoo. It's like, well, just look at that. I'm just offended. Just look at that. It's like, what the fuck are you offended over? But here's the thing. You could be fucking offended, but that's not my problem. Right. That's right. how I feel about it. It's like, be offended. Please, go away. Be offended. Right. But don't get in the way of my right to live my life however I choose. Correct. Because my passport says I was born in this fucking country. Right. Which means it's right. not your America. It's my America, too. That's right. right. And so, while I have to learn to deal with your shitty clothes, would you please... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really sorry, but I, I grew up and lived in all of this, and all I'm saying is I don't want to do it that way, and I, it is my God-given right. Right, as an American here right. to exercise those rights. What was it Lenny Bruce had said? He goes, if, if somebody gets offended, nothing happens. Yeah, if, if no one gets offended. If no one gets offended. No, no, no. If someone gets offended, nothing happens. But if some guy pulls a gun and kills a kid, right. then something happens. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. be offended. Is... It, no, nobody dies when somebody's offended. Nobody, right, right. Nobody gets a bad taste in their mouth. They're like, I don't like that. I'm offended well, by what I see on television sometimes in, in local news. Or, right, right. And national news. Right? Some, of the, some of the stories we cover on this stupid show, the the stuff that, that we've gotten into, it's like, God, how... How can people be like that? We right, stopped teaching right. civil discourse. We stopped teaching. We've talked about we that. We stopped yes. teaching how to have conversations outside of our comfort zone. That's right. That's we right. We stopped learning how to be wrong and take it in stride. You used to be able to have a discussion, disagree respectfully or disrespectfully. Right. Prime right. example this morning, we had a story of a um, of a school, a private school, a private yeah. school oh in Tallahassee, God. right? And a principal there, she was involved in, I think it was an arts class, I think. It was it looked, arts, yeah. And Art this, this, is a, this is a liberal arts private school, not a university. So she was showing images of uh, artwork from the Renaissance. Oh, the Jeez. David. The David. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first yeah. one and I pulled she out of was, my pocket. she was told, you either quit, quit or you're fired. Yeah. And she quit. She quit. I would have taken the I'd have taken the bullet on that one and just say fire. Oh, me too. I want to stay say fire me. But Jesus out of him. I mean the lesbian no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of looking at dicks everywhere, y'all. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 but there is, were parents that said that, that, that this teacher had exposed them to pornography. Well, okay, so now we one of the most famous 
like yes. images and yes. statues for centuries. <laughs> I just want to be clear: pornography of an image that their Lord created. Yes. And that's the part where I'm like, the, when you when you take people's bodies and you make that, you put your own shit on them, right? right? Which is all right. that's happening. They're Which putting is their all shit. All that's happening right. is they're putting their shit onto other. I don't know. It's it's. And there's also you're offended. Sure, so that's fine. You can feel that way. I'm not offended. I'm afraid. Like yeah, we went yeah. camping in Central Tennessee. And my son has on his pink and white and blue Game Boy Pride, Trans Pride shirt. Before we went into a gas station, I had to be like, son, you don't have to. I'm not going to make you, but I don't know how we're going to be, be prepared. And he, you know, put on your hoodie, if you would, please. And he said, okay, I'll do that. And then we sat in the car for like three or four minutes and we just cussed transphobes to get it out of our system because he yeah. was like, oh, I can't. Do yeah, yeah. But it's not like you could say, I don't think your little, your little child is a boy, but there's people they're going to follow that up with i don't think your little child deserves to live oh yes like yeah and i've got family in texas and every time we go to texas i'm like son you're passing like usually i don't insist that he pass like he doesn't mm -hmm. care if anybody knows he's a trans boy but in texas you pass you either don't go to the bathroom or you go to the boys room yeah like because you're too old for a while it was cool because he could go with me it's it's not offended that i am when someone's mm -hmm. a turf it's afraid and it's yeah, not just yeah. my son and it's not just having a son that puts in context because I mean black trans women are at like what six times yes. more likely to be killed mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. just domestic I mean, violence assaults we went through this as a society God, the mid 30s in Germany it's the same thing in a way mm -hmm. there's that persecution there's that hatred and they took it to a level that <laughs> nobody ever thought could humanely or humanly believe that would happen and there's just all this talk down in Florida that's the same thing. Exactly. No, we're creeping part. towards that. Yeah, it is we not, are. It is not. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, everyone's sick of seeing rainbow shit and everyone's sick of seeing gay stuff. And for a second, I was like, we should all go undercover. <laughs> could you, like, like, could you just, like, just, like, take it all down? <clears throat> take it all down. Take it. Take down my rainbow. Take down everything, and then let them talk about us in front of us, and then beat oh, their yeah, ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just this oh, idea, pass. like pass, but like also this idea that like we've been doing pride for a while. We've been doing here. We are. We're out. We're loud. Right, we're proud. Right. Wait till we do incognito, motherfucker. Like wait until. I like that. Wait until <laughs> we go underground, and I, you know I don't you know. I just know. think there's a huge underestimation of number one the amount of power that um, the queer community has, and the amount of wealth that the queer community. Oh has. God, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and how big there's of a going voting to, block that There's that going really to be a point yes. where uh, we work through our racist tendencies, which is very yeah. clear in the cis, white, gay world, and we figure it out. And then when all the minorities get together, it's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. You know, because we really, I don't know, I don't see how this, in the current trajectory of this country, I, I'm unsure how to stop what feels like a faster Rolling Stone yeah, every day, it does. right? Like it just it does. feels like they're amping it up, whether it's capitalism, whether whatever, whatever. Because it already puts you on the defensive. Yes. You know, you can't. It's why well, you can't. It's it's difficult to turn that around. You know, there there'd been talk. We we've heard these jokes too about how if you really want gun control in this country, you make sure every African American in the world is a licensed carry. Yeah. 
For sure. Because yeah. those old white people up in, in Washington are going to freak the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's it's something that... I don't the know, NRA. If they all join the NRA, they go, oh, shit. We oh, shit. This. Yeah. I just Ooh. like the idea of a Christian nation to me has always been like, oh, wait, you mean all your people are fed and educated and... Healthcare. And they have healthcare and they, it, it, they get to pursue their dreams. Like, I just couldn't imagine being this... Wealthy and privileged, and this is what we do with it—just more capitalism. Like yeah, how fucking boring yeah, is that, yeah. right? Well, like now it's called late stage capitalism, which is kind right, of an amazing right. thing to, yeah. to think of. It, it seems silly. They're turning so many people away from their churches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Church attendance is dropping, oh, dropping like crazy because I'm not going to go in there. Well, I saw this story just a week ago of this couple that was raised in a church. They grew up. They got married, and they voiced their support for the LGBTQ community and they were ostracized by the church and they went it was all done but kind of behind their back if I recall oh yeah yeah. just got the letter right 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 we're just, yes, we're, y'all heard we're not about gonna, this. We're not going to talk yeah. here anymore. You know? so I was like, like I what sent, the fuck? I sent my kids to, like, I allowed my oldest to go to Sunday school, and I was like, this is cool. And I was like, once you get old enough to go to big church, I don't think you'll want to go anymore. And that's exactly what happened. Because Sunday right. school is all like, it's fun. Jesus loves you, let's make some macaroni, we're going to sing about how right. everyone is our friend, <laughs> and we care for, we have love in our hearts. Uh-huh. The innocence of it is, yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then you go to big church, and it's, well, you're going to burn in hell if you think a single thing different than right. that. Right, you right. cannot. It is different. You cannot talk queer rights without talking religion, because the, all of all of it is based around is based around that. And I sure do think is. that yeah. there is, you know, part of what Loose in the Bible Belt was was, and I think we're going to probably bring it back in some form. But is how do you motivate the moderates? The problem is that the moderates are too busy going to work and trying to take care of their kids. Right, right. Like the right. The, 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 the we have a vocal minority that is running shit, and the majority is so oppressed. And so just trying to get through the day-to-day while the rich guys are, and some ladies right. run off with the money. Right, And right. so you just, I don't I don't know how it moves forward from here without it becoming, I don't know. I, but I know religion is a huge component to it. And I know that I'm not religious, but I'm more than willing to sit down and talk to people about sure. their religious beliefs. Because I think that when you get to the core of what Christianity is, it is love your neighbor. And it's you know no, we can't have that. No, <laughs> that would fix the problem. It'd be really ridiculous. Boil a Christian's noodle. You remind them that if you're quoting a vengeful God, that's a that's Old Testament. Yeah, you're going old, you're old school. You're Jewish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith, hope, and love. The grace of these is love. Yeah, uh, bigger than your faith. I got I got rings that say that. Yes, yeah. I love I, that's that. What, I love that. It's it's really it's something that Jay would always pull out, and anytime yeah. anyone because yeah. and it's in the book, but they haven't read it. <laughs> no, no. It's several yeah. times in the Oh, yeah. It's several times. Boring. Uh-huh. The, I have a kid from Summer of Sass that's coming. So Summer of Sass, just so I can put it out there, is um, of about five years ago, I started a program where we relocate 18 to 20-year-old queer kids from small towns in the Deep South. We move into P-Town to live and work for the summer, right? Right. We offer them support. We get them to a safe space, right? And I have a kid coming this year who is... Uh, family is very religious, and they oh, have man. kicked him out on his 18th birthday because his identity, they believe, is from the devil. Literally from the devil. That's all. Right? And so, yeah, no, it, it is, w- this is what your religion is doing to people, and if you are a member of it and you are not speaking up against it, you are now part of yes, the problem. Yes, you are. We are at you're that complacent. point. We are now at the point where your complacency is dangerous. Yes. yes. And I'm sorry if it means that some people at church might not like you, but this is now the time. If we want to reverse this, the time is now for people who are moderates to use their voice in a way. It's going to be a little bit scary, but you're going to 
would be fine. And I would recommend if you're a moderate and you butt heads with people, don't argue with them. Turn around and walk away. Leave them standing there because you're not going to win. I think You're not going to change their... Well, it does depend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can create a social stigma around being hateful. You can... By saying, nope, I don't I don't like that joke. I don't think it's funny instead of going along with it. I like to create. laugh at people when they do dumb stuff. It's my favorite. When someone says something, I'll just go. It's a little schadenfreude. Yeah, there you go. I'll do that. Or, Here's the or spotlight you were looking for. Yeah, right, yeah. right. If they give you one of those like wink and nod just very casually, what what exactly do you mean? What, what yeah. do you mean? What yeah. Can you define what you're referring to? Yeah. Makes yeah. them say the right. quiet part out loud. Or, or when <laughs> some guy's going to tell you a joke and they look around. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. they tell you, hey, That's did you hear however about the racist yeah. joke starts is by looking over. By, by looking every every and time, stop encouraging it by being polite and going. That's oh, not funny. <laughs> okay, it Just, will no. it will give them pause the next time they go to say it, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be brave in that moment, in that moment, yeah. right? Of like somebody says something, you could just let it go, or you could go, oh wow, that's what you think. And the wow. people <laughs> around you who maybe don't even have that much bravery will go, oh cool, I don't have to worry about that with them. One. Mm -hmm. If they're not outed, they know that you're not a person that's going to mm -hmm. cotton to it. And then maybe next time they'll have, you know, the wherewithal to go, right. mm -mm, please don't. We talk about stuff like this all the time around here about uh -huh. doing doing good things. Yeah. It's not I, that hard to do. And it no. just takes one or two people to do it who spread. It, you know, like with the Feed the Blues thing is such a small thing. It is. But it, it makes such a big difference it does. in someone's life. Right. And when you do... When you do the right thing, it's easier to do the right thing than the wrong. Well, it's like, you know, I told I you, I got this piece of art that I really love. And it's it's an old Jewish proverb or, or something. that. What do y'all call proverbs? Well, yeah, what do y'all call proverbs? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to the Jew in the room. And, uh, just, and it just says, in a place where there are no good people, be the good. And right. I... I I love that. And that, that, when as soon as I saw this, I had to have it. And it hangs on my wall and it, it is in my head every day. When I started Summer of Sass, it was because Trump had just been elected. I went back to Shreveport for my 20th high school reunion. There was a kid who had graduated high school early because he was getting bullied, right? And there was something about it being 20 years later that I was like, how the fuck is this still happening 20 years right? later? Right. I know, right? How is this? What, what is this? Yeah. And uh, there, were, I live in a place that needs summer workers. And I started a GoFundMe, and uh, we raised two thousand, a little over two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. And we flew up three uh, trans women of color, a uh, trans dude, and uh, just a gay boy mm -hmm. to live in in P Town. Um, last year, on our fifth year anniversary, we were gifted three point seven million dollars. Wow! And we bought a house, and we'll have eight kids oh, there this summer. Far out. And next summer, we'll have twelve kids. And that, that, that trans woman from the first year just graduated nursing school, and she's a nurse now in Hyannis, Massachusetts, right? Right on. And so, and it started with one idea, and just me thinking, maybe we could do something, right? I can't so imagine to, if you, if you can make for them to, like, suddenly be in a place where they're, like, where they don't have to hide, they don't where have they to mask, Where they're accepted. Where they can wear whatever shirt they want, they can watch whatever TV they want without and, someone calling them a name. And to be clear, like, they pay rent, they're, we teach them how yeah. to be good people, right? Right. We build happy, healthy humans. We That is our goal. Our goal, at, uh, we meet them where they are, we help them get where they're going. Right. It's not my job to judge where they're coming from or right. where they're going. Yeah. That is completely on them, right? And also, 
we say we are an LGBTQ program, but it's not my business what's in your pants or what you do with it, right? And so we hold space for people to find themselves. Yeah. And a lot of places in this country don't want anyone to find themselves because they're afraid of free thought. They're afraid of free expression. The power of being yourself. The the power of authenticity is so strong that most people don't know how to process it, right? And, and, And it's something that, like, that's all we do, though. I don't, I'm not like, hey, all right, I'm gonna need to see you gay sex twice a week while you're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. What are it's, you doing mowing the yard? That's very straight of you. Right? Kid. Yeah. It's not. It's 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 come be you to the best you can be you. Yeah. And, and that's it. And I really, honestly, I kind of wish uh, some of these Republicans had been given that opportunity because they wouldn't be so hateful. The world would be very different if more children <laughs> had it, and just people in general. People but. in general. Yeah. Man, I remember as a child, I would put on. My mother let me dress up in her shoes yes. And, yes. and dresses. I would put on, I mean, you could, didn't see anything but hands and a head sticking out of yeah. a dress. But I remember doing that as a child. And mom giggling and going, oh, wait, let's put a wig on. <laughs> you know? Yes. Just, yeah. Because creativity is fun and not threatening. Yeah, right? you play dress up as a... Fireman, you're not a fireman. Right. What is the fun of what is the fun of playing dress up when you can only dress up like yourself? (laughs) I do that every day and it ain't that fun. (laughs) You know, Chris, you're talking about the acceptance and the conversations. There was a weird way I saw it at a very young age, was in high school. I cut my hair short, it had been very long, and I hate having hair. I cut my hair very short. And immediately they set upon me. This is over in Marion, Arkansas. It was a dyke chop. And they were like, blah, blah, blah. And because of my personality, mostly, uh, I just leaned into it. Yeah. And I was like, your mom thinks I look great. And (laughs) said, I'm going to be your new stepdaddy. And I was like, press them back really hard. Uh, And that was before I knew my gender identity and sexuality really is not coalesced. Uh, But... There's a, so a dude came up to me and he said very quietly, he was like, I want you to know I think I'm a lesbian. I think I'm a lesbian. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, like what? I have never said that out loud before. And I was like, oh, cool. And it wasn't like asking me out, he just wanted me to know. And you notice the pronoun changed years later yeah, because yeah. he had started on that journey. Right. Like, it is my favorite thing in the world when I see like a trans boy po- post his first like selfie topless outside mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. top surgery. And I yeah. got to see that and I sent him a message and I was like, that's so beautiful. And I'm not saying that I personally did it. Like, no, right. That's how small right. a thing, like, I never interacted with him. Mm-hmm. He just saw that I wasn't someone who was going to, like, right. you're gay. Right. That just, yeah. that just uh, fosters the bravery within themselves. Yeah, and, d- and it gives them the idea that hey, I'm 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 human. I am one of these people. You know? normal. I'm really I'm a, I'm a person. Like, yeah. Films mm-hmm. at a young yeah, age. I'm a person. I'm a human smart. being. I'm a person. This is my body so to do with do it, it what I want. Sure. Right. I mean, I a girl. I went to high school with that liposuction when she was 15. Like fuck which off, everybody. Which is gender affirming care. Which is gender affirming care, and that's the part where I'm just like, are you are you for conservatism? Then you let me do what I want to to my body, or your wife doesn't get Botox anymore. Which is it? Okay, breast augmentation is yep. gender affirming care. Yes. If, even if you're a woman. Yes. A cis woman. Especially. Getting your eyebrows that, and your mustache waxed is gender affirming care. Mm-hmm. It is. Like yes. if <laughs> hair plugs on a man. Hair plugs on a yeah. Hair plugs on a man. It it is gender affirming care. A penis. And, and, 
plump pump. Is that no? Yes. No. It's close. Yes. Yeah. No, Body that's cases. a legitimate medical device. Yes, it is. It is gender affirming medical care or augmentation. Then, no matter listen, how you look at it. Listen, you guys, get your yeah. shit together. We're gonna take your dick pumps away. <laughs> the show is called Dichotomy. It's at Drew's bar tomorrow. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> working, been working on my timing. Uh-huh. They, uh, they could go to kristenbecker.com. Kristenbecker.com. Yes. All the, all the stuff, all the details are there. Katrina Coleman, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Thanks for having Kristen, me you're on. awesome. Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for having me. Have fun with the show. Uh, Hillary, thank you for making this happen, honey. And thank you for the muffins. <laughs> <laughs> she told me she was bringing muffins. Yeah, I see that. You yeah. need to have one. I probably will here. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com.